I thought we we just uh, kind of talk about your your uh, adventure. Yeah. Uh, out west and, and and buying the car and you, you said that's like the third or fourth time that you've done that it's the uh third time that we've done that mm -hmm. um the other two times uh well the first time um was we flew into uh, san diego okay and uh and i and we flew in the day before the auction mm -hmm. and we uh rented a car and so on the day of the auction, the next day after we got there, we drove over to the auction and, you know, started looking around, trying to figure out what we, we actually, I had, I had a BMW that I had picked out on the, on the run list. Mm -hmm. So that was the very first car we went and looked at was a convertible BMW. So you flew out to California mm -hmm. and, and in hopes that you were going to buy a car to drive home. Yeah. In hopes. Exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah. And so, uh, so when that BMW come running through, it went for a lot more money than what I felt like it should have. Mm -hmm. And then after I let it go, I thought, man, now I'm fixing to not have a car to drive home, period, right? Right. And so, so now I'm thinking, well, you know, the BMW didn't work out. Well, the guy that bought the BMW, I went over and talked to him uh, mm -hmm. and, and told him what the situation was. You know, mm -hmm. I wish I would have told him beforehand. Maybe he would have let me win the bid, right? Right and, right. uh and he was a really nice guy. And he said, Look, he said, if you don't buy anything, he said, come to my lot, I'll wholesale you, you know, something for you guys to, to make the trip in. Okay. And so he was a really nice guy. And uh and so uh huh. so the auction went on and a Denali come running through, a, a mm -hmm. black Denali come running through. And I said, Man, this sure would be a lot more comfortable than that BMW anyway, right? Right. And uh, and it actually went for a really good deal, I guess, because gas prices out there are so much higher. Mm -hmm. That you know, uh, and it being a big SUV, mm -hmm. uh, I, I got a really good deal on it, and so we bought the Denali. Um, I took it straight to a oil change place, like a Goodyear type place, mm -hmm. and had it checked over, and it got a great a checkup. I mean, it was like awesome. in really good condition. Awesome. Uh, so went ahead and changed the oil and stuff in it anyway, because we didn't know when it had been changed last. I knew I was going to put, you know, at least twenty five hundred to three thousand miles on it. Let me let me jump in and, and, and say so we're talking to Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Jimmy owns Beltline Motors in Decatur, Alabama, which is just down the road from me, uh, here in in God's country. So Jimmy he's got a beautiful wife and a, a, a lovely family, and he he has has got a, an adventurer's heart. So his goal was to fly out to California to San Diego. I think he said, buy a car. This was how many years ago? This was in 2016. Oh, so 016, get fly out there and and buy a car from an auction and then drive it home and experience all that fun and all those tax deductions. So that's what we're talking about. And I think this is the the first of three times that Jimmy's done this. So the first time he goes out there almost blind, he's gonna buy a car. And and a couple of things I want to point out early that we've already heard you talk about. Number one is this uh the confidence that you can you can drop into one of these places and get a decent car that you can drive home. Another thing is something I've talked about uh, frequently is this brotherhood uh, of of car dealers. There's, you know, I, I had a fellow on on the show last week, great great young guy, and and he was complimenting me about how he feels like I'm an ethical uh, businessman and he's listening to my podcast and, and 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 he's right, I am. But I was telling them, I just feel like most of the used car dealers I deal with are they, they will help each other. And, th and that's exactly what you were saying that this first gentleman was offering you 
as it turned out, you didn't have to. Um, so so you, you bought this uh, Denali. How much did you have to pay for it? You know, I don't remember the number on it, Randy, just to be honest with you. I just know it was about, it was somewhere in the probably 4,000 under book. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay. under under retail. Okay. Um, what, any, yeah. any idea what retail would be? Uh, retail on it was probably, if, if I was guessing, somewhere around the $15,000 range. Okay. Um, if if right. I was guessing on that one. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy deals in better cars than me. I always tell him if I see him standing there, I know I'm in the wrong place because he's so <laughs> I don't know about that, Randy. Well, I do know it. <laughs> I don't even know but, what $15,000 uh, buys. I thought you could sleep in something. That, that, yeah, that, you that thought it'd be a house, bathroom. right? Yeah, yeah I you thought it'd be a house. Bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so probably on my lot now, uh, the range is, uh, our, our range is probably somewhere from the $12,000 to $20,000 range now, right. just because of the fact that um, you know, cars have gone up so much in value over the last couple of years. So mm -hmm. uh, that's that's where our range is at. So probably average is somewhere around fifteen thousand. Back mm -hmm. then, uh, it wasn't quite that high. So that would have been fifteen thousand would have been like the highest thing that I had on my lot. So I mean, okay. you know, but I was still trying to I was still trying to buy something that fit within my lot. You know, right. I wasn't trying to buy you know thirty forty thousand dollar vehicle. You right. know, uh, I wanted to buy something that when I brought it back, that it would fit on my car line, that it'd be something that I could sell to my to my normal normal customer base. Absolutely. Now, how how many miles did you estimate you're gonna have to drive home from there? Uh, well, we were gonna we were doing some detours and stuff, so mm -hmm. we were we were making we were making a, a huge trip out of it. So mm -hmm. uh, we were actually making a about a ten day trip out of it total. Wow. Yeah. And uh, and so we probably ended up putting close to I was going to guess it was probably close to 3000 miles, okay. uh, probably in that, you know, yeah, it was somewhere close to that. Because what we done was we were from San Diego all the way up the coast of Highway 1 because I never had seen all that. Oh, wow. And wow. so we drove all the way from San Diego, which is Southern California, all the way up to San Francisco Okay. Uh, wow. on the coast. That, that had to be a beautiful drive. It was absolutely beautiful. And anybody in this country that hasn't seen that, that they're taking yeah. off and going to Cancun or going wherever they're going, you know, out of the country, they need to, to fly across the country mm -hmm. and go there and see this because it is absolutely, I mean, it's, it's, you, it's so incredible. You just got to see it. I've, I've, I've only, I'm, I'm guilty of, of not going, but I have seen pictures and, and it, my brother tried to get me to go to this year, but then he, but then he re he rented a a house that that only had seven hundred square feet, in it, and then he called me back and said, uh, "It won't be this year. We don't have room for you." But uh, one one of these one of these years we'll do that. It looks like a beautiful place. Well, it's it's it needs to be on your bucket list for sure. That, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And 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 uh, your wife's name is Casey, right? That's right. So you it was just you and Casey. Just me and Casey, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and she's she's a good traveler too. So she, uh -huh. you know, she can, uh, you know, our tops is probably if, if if we've been driving for eight to ten hours in a day, that's about her tops, you know, mm -hmm. which is pretty good. That's about my tops too. I don't really want to drive much more than about ten hours in a day. Sure. Uh, which there was, you know, days that we didn't drive that much too because mm -hmm. we weren't in a hurry. Mm -hmm. We didn't really have any destinations picked out at all except for where we started out at. Uh huh. So each day was a new adventure. We didn't know where we were going to end up yeah. at. We didn't know wow. what hotel we were going to stay in and all oh, that. Wow. You guys and, are adventurers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so one of the places, I got to share this one place because it was just, it was just so unique, okay?
Hey, today is an awesome time getting to hear from Jimmy Johnson, who is a fantastic businessman, the owner of Beltline Motors in Decatur, Alabama, uh, and several other businesses up there. He'll share more about that. But I want to encourage you to stay until the very end. There's some information that Jimmy wants to share with us that could literally save lives. Please stick around till the very end. Okay, so, so we're going up Highway 1. We hadn't got to San Francisco yet, uh, and, and, and there was fires out there at this time, okay? Oh, yeah. And so as we're going up up the road, it starts getting a little smokier and smokier. The winds are, I guess, blowing, and it's starting to, to make the make the trip a little bit um, a little bit harder to see and stuff on this road that's going right across, right, right along the edge of the ocean. So, uh, so then it, it started getting dark, and we start looking at, our next town. Well, we're a long ways from our next town. Hmm. And then we 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 come to some signs that say the road's fixing to be closed. Up oh, wow. wow. And so we pulled into this little place. There was a little hole in the wall, like a gas station um, place, and it had a restaurant connected to it. And we noticed that they had some little cabins and stuff out back. Uh -huh. And like, it, it's so it's dark at this point. First, we can't go any further forward because they got the road closed because I guess it's too dangerous to be driving along the coast and you can't see because it's nighttime and the smoke. Okay, mm -hmm. so so we go into this into this um, into the store to see if they've got a room available. Mm -hmm. And I walk up to the counter and there's a woman behind older woman behind the counter and I ask her, "Do you have a room available?" And she says, I don't know. And she hollers across the the, the uh, hollers across the store, do we have a room available? And this older gentleman says, yeah. And that's it. That's all he said. And that was it. So she just walks and she's like walking around, leaving the counter. And I said, well, can I get the room? And the guy said, well, I guess so. <laughs> he goes, he walks around there. And I said, well, how much is it? And I didn't really care how much it was because it's an hour and a half back going the opposite way. For us mm -hmm. to go back to what you know, backtracking to get back to a hotel, right? And he said it was like two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. So we got no phone service. Okay, like we've had no phone service for like the last hour and a half of our trip, huh. which is kind of weird because we're out there, it's smoky fires, sure. nighttime, the roads closed, and we got no phone service. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but they said they had a sign that said if you rent a room, you get the password to the Wi-Fi. Right. Okay. So, so I finally I get to rent the room, right? He gives me the the key. I don't even know why he gave me a key. I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay. So, so then uh, we get um, the password to the Wi-Fi. So we're going to go over to the restaurant because the restaurant's fixing to close and eat something. We had eaten nothing in hours, you know, because uh -huh. we've been traveling. And uh, and so when the waitress found out that we had gotten the Wi-Fi code, she asked us if we if we would give it to her because they wouldn't even give the employees the Wi-Fi code. <laughs> so we gave her the Wi-Fi code, and then we tried it, and he gave us the wrong Wi-Fi code. Oh man! So we didn't even have a Wi-Fi code that would work. Uh -huh. So then we go to get in our room, and we go to our room, and the in the in the front door has no door lock on it. <laughs> so we can't lock the door. But you do have a key. <laughs> We got a key, but I don't know what it was to because there was no lock on the door. Oh, man. So we pushed stuff up against the door, and our bedroom door had a lock. So we went to the bedroom and locked the door, and we finally got some sleep. We woke up the next morning to the most beautiful scenery you can even imagine. Wow. Okay? Out looking out over the Pacific Ocean, the 
the, the, the smoke was gone. I mean, it was just so beautiful. But that night was like a wrong turn type thing. Wow. Uh, it was pretty crazy. What's the name? Do so, you remember the name of the place? I don't even remember. I know we probably got some pictures somewhere because <laughs> it was so creepy. And so uh, we also drove on that trip. We drove back across Death Valley, too. Uh -huh. And uh, so we went straight across Death Valley. We're traveling across Death Valley. Remember, in a car that I bought a couple of days ahead <laughs> at auction, right? Yeah. And I look up at the temperature gauge in my mirror, and it says 111 degrees. Wow. Wow. You are brave. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, so that that's kind of that trip. Uh, that was the first one we took. So it was and, about 10 days, and you, you got back. Was it completely uneventful as far as the vehicle went? Oh, man, completely uneventful. Man. Um, that's as far cool. as the vehicle goes. Now, the other, the next two stories are not exactly the same. <laughs> now, um, now when you, the, what, what about, and I know tax laws have changed some since then, but are you, are you actually getting tax write-offs along the way? Is it, can you write? Oh, yeah, I just wrote off the whole trip. I mean, yeah. the vehicle had to get back, right? I mean, yeah. you know, so I wrote, wrote off the trip. Yeah. Um, my accountant said it was, it was fine because we were, we were, you know, that's how we decided to bring the vehicle back. Yeah, I mean, if we if we would have if we'd have had a truck bring it back from across there, I mean, it would have been probably fifteen hundred two thousand right. dollars. I mean, I know we spent more than that, but we didn't spend. We probably spent maybe three grand or something, you know, right. uh, mm -hmm. coming back across. Um, I mean, so it was a it was a fun trip for us. And then you wound um, up making more than that from the car when you sold it. Oh yeah, yeah. So I made probably somewhere in the neighborhood. So it was probably around the three grand is probably what I made on it. Okay. You know, so we got to take the trip. We got to make three grand on the vehicle and we sold it. Um, and somebody got a great vehicle. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. had a really good test drive on it. Exactly. That's, that's, that's one thing you could testify this thing, you know. Yeah. Here's a picture of it being 112 degrees when we were driving across the desert. That's uh, right. That's, that's pretty awesome. So, so that was year one uh, of, of doing this and you've done it a couple more times. Yeah, uh, and and the the second time you did it was also, you, it was the same kind of thing, right? You flew out and kind of bought it. Well, so yeah, so the second one was we flew out to Vegas. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to go to the SEMA show, uh, the car, you know, big car show every okay. year in Vegas. So we flew out there. We went to the SEMA show for a couple of days, and then what's, on Friday. What does that stand for? SEMA. SEMA. Holly, that's a good question. Um, I should super, know the answer to that too. Super expensive motor. <laughs> <laughs> You're, yeah, that's good making that up. Hold, hold on a minute. I'll look it up and see what it stands yeah, for. I'd have to admit, I, 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 I'm not familiar with that one. Well, it's the biggest car show of the year. So, okay. um, it, um, special probably... equipment market association. Okay. Okay. So specialty equipment market association. All right. It is basically everything automotive. So anything to fix up a car, whether it's okay. tires, wheels, car stereo, yeah. paint, um, all the custom car builders, they every year they're building cars to take mm -hmm. to the show okay. and unveil it. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay. like, this is what we built this year. You know? Right. Well, and Jimmy, Jimmy's in that business too. Uh, right. Uh, what is it, is it, what's your Beltline Car audio is that name? Well, of yeah, we 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 run everything under Beltline Motors, but it's Beltline Car Audio, and we also do golf cart stuff too. So it's Beltline Golf Carts. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So far, I bought a, a big old van and a giant TV from Jimmy. So he <laughs> he and 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 kind of the way we got to know each other, guys, is is uh, he and I are really the only two car dealers I know 
in North Alabama that are members of the ITEX Barter Association. And I happen to be barter, members of three of those things. And I'm, I'm telling the guys all the time about how, you know, how I, I squeeze every penny in cash and hold on to it and try to use barter whenever I can. And and Jimmy also does that not as much as me because he's got a lot more cash to, to give around, um, as I've mentioned several times. But he, he he's going to tell us he's going to he's got one thing to share with us uh, in the third story at least about how ITEX uh, barter helped him save some cash. So that's uh, right. Hoping to hear about that too. So you're flying yeah. out to Vegas, uh, so, the SEMA show. When when was this? How, how this ago? was in 2018, I believe. Okay. It was 18 or 19. It was before COVID. Uh huh. So I think I'm pretty sure it was 18. So we flew out there and we didn't have anything like, you know, on the first one, I had kind of that BMW picked out, but we didn't buy the BMW. Yeah. Well, this time I decided not to even look at the run list. Right. So I didn't even oh. look at the run list. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, we Ubered from uh, from Las Vegas Strip uh-huh. to uh, Mannheim, okay. uh, which is right outside of the um, right outside of Vegas there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we Ubered over there and got dropped off and had no idea what we we're going to buy. And we actually bought a um, Infinity QX80. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife had had one previously, and she really liked driving them. And I thought, well, you know, we'll, we'll buy this, and this can be her driver for a little while sure. uh, before we sell it. I'm, I'm a, is that a is that an SUV? It's an SUV. It's the big SUV that Infinity makes. That's right. I figured. Yeah. Uh, okay, and and, uh, and so you uh, did you get a chance to to take a look at that beforehand? Nope. I didn't get a chance to take a look at it beforehand, and all those auctions out there, you can't drive them on auction day. Oh man! So you can't take them and do anything with them. Hmm. And uh, matter of fact, I think I bought that one. Well, I mean, I pretty much bought it as is because I was going to I was going to um, get a post sale inspection on it, mm-hmm. but they said it was going to be close to five o'clock that day before they were going to be able to do that, mm-hmm. and we were already checked out of our. Um, our hotel in Vegas, so we just had to drive back to Vegas and get our, our suitcases, mm-hmm. and then we were hitting the road. And so I just I I drove it around the parking lot for a minute and just hit the road with it. It actually ended up having a bad transmission. Oh man! So, but it was only it was only had a bad transmission like between first and second gear, and you could you could it would do like a shutter and stuff, you know. Uh-huh. So uh, we ended up. Um, we ended up putting probably 2,500 miles on that. It got a little bit worse before I got all the way back with it, mm-hmm. but I bought it for such a great deal that I was able to put a transmission in it. My okay. wife drive it for six months, and I still probably we still made I think a grand on it even after oh. after after all that. She made we made money on it. Um, <laughs> that's so I mean, that's it was, pretty that's pretty sweet. I mean, making it back, and, and I, I I know I've driven. We we've driven lots of cars. Of course, we and my wife and I. My my wife is is such a good good sport. She she drives around these cars that I buy for you know three and four hundred dollars. And yeah, uh, <laughs> we did. We had a we had a Honda that did that kind of thing. And it it I still see it running down the road right now. Uh, they they toot their horn when they drive by, and that thing's still still rolling. I'm I'm sure they didn't get that transmission fixed on it, and it's got yeah. that shutter. And and I, I bet yours was uh wasn't that bad, but you, you replaced it and then sold it and then made money and yep. got service out of it. Man, yep. I, I, I love that. I love, I love, I, Jeremy's been telling me about his, his latest one and I, and I, and I've been, 
I've been bragging about you, you know, and saying he's going to come and tell us. He's going to come and tell us. So, yep. so this is exciting to be able to share this this news. So this one, this one, I decided to buy the car ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So yeah. instead of going to the auction and buying it during live auction, mm -hmm. uh, I decided to look a couple of weeks ahead of time mm -hmm. and uh, and buy it, buy it a couple of weeks ahead of time. And so, um, so I. Um, I was looking for a four-wheel drive because I wanted to make sure that uh, because we were going to Lake Tahoe mm -hmm. and I knew it was going to be snowy up there. I didn't know how snowy it was going to be, but I knew it was going to be snowy. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be you know, something again that would work on my lot, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and um, and so I found a, a 2015 Jeep Grand Cherokee and it was loaded out with everything you could put on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ended up buying it. Um, I bought it really well because I bought it about, I think I bought it about 6,000 under retail book. Great. And then, so I paid for a post-sale inspection on it. Mm -hmm. And it first come back and said it failed. Hmm. So I'm trying to call and I'm trying, because I'd already paid for the vehicle already online. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to figure out what's going on with it. Well, they come back and said, oh, well, the air conditioner uh, wasn't, wasn't as cold as it was supposed to be or something and we put a little freon in it and it's good so it passed okay so so that was a couple of weeks before we went out there so we get out there and we just ubered straight from the airport straight to Manheim. Mm -hmm. we went and checked into our hotel in vegas this in vegas again yeah, yeah this is in vegas mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh and so which one of our destinations well we'll go over that in just a minute but mm -hmm. so we we ubered over there we want to get over there um man it was way back in another lot i had to walk about a mile this place is so big i had to walk forever to, to mm. get to where the vehicle was at mm -hmm. and uh and so there's a gas station that's right right when you get out of the auction there's a gas station right there so you know i got in the car we loaded our luggage up went to the gas station to fill it up with gas and check the oil i went to check the oil and i went to pull the dipstick out and, and the whole dipstick dipstick holder was out of the block like it wasn't down in there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh no, you know, so I start messing with the, the tube and I thought I got it back down in there. Mm -hmm. And then I pulled the stick out and there's no oil on the stick. Ah. And I thought, well, I don't know if I got it back down in there and it, or not. I don't know if it's got oil in it. I don't know. Don't have any oil in it. Right. So we looked up, we Googled and found the closest oil change place to where we were at. Uh-huh. And so, uh, so we went there, and uh, sure enough, it was that low on oil. Um, I guess because that dipstick was out, so the PSI that I paid for, they didn't do a very good job checking it. Um, <laughs> not, so yeah. anyway, so there, there was uh, the back brakes were completely wore out on it. Uh, ah. The back shocks were completely gone on it. Mm. Uh, the front left strut was bad. There's quite a few things that were wrong with it. Uh, mm. I didn't do anything about the front strut or the rear shocks because they didn't have any available. Mm -hmm. um, and I did replace the, the rear brakes and the rear brake rotors. And I replaced, cause I knew I was going to be driving it in the snow and I want to make sure the rear brakes worked. Sure. And, uh, and then changed the oil. They fixed the dipstick for me. I ended up spending about um, 700 bucks on it mm -hmm. there. Uh, and, and there was a casino and restaurants right across the street from there. So we just walked over there and, and had fun at the casino and, and mm -hmm. ate and stuff while they were fixing our car. Mm -hmm. And um, and so that's really all we had to do to it to make it back with it. So what then we then, 
the but, oil being so low, I guess that that have been the big, big one. Where yeah, where, that was the that was the, the oil. Yeah, there was a Hemi engine too, you know, and, mm. and uh, luckily I don't guess anybody had ran it very long on uh, low oil, you know. Right. Um, you know, the engine ran great. I mean, it sounded good. Everything ran great with the engine. Okay. Uh, so I got lucky on that and yeah. dodged the bullet, I guess. Um, so there, you know, there was pretty good bit of risk with that one. Um, yeah. you know, I tried to mi mi mitigate the risk by, by doing the, you know, the, having it <laughs> inspected, you know, yeah. but, um, yeah. anyway, so, um, so I got that taken care of. We spent the next two or three days and, uh, we spent all the way through New Year's, um, uh, to New Year's Day in Vegas. So we, mm -hmm. uh, and then our next destination was, and this is where the trade thing comes in. We had rented that whole next week um, and to stay in Lake Tahoe. Okay. And that, uh, was, at a resort. that, was, that was via uh, ITEX? ITEX. Mm -hmm. okay. That was ITEX. Yeah. And so, uh, and it was, a, it was a pretty awesome place, but yeah. So we started getting closer, and that's right when the very first blizzard had come through. Oh, wow. And they got like, they got so much snow that you couldn't tell that cars were covered because you couldn't see the cars. That's how much snow they'd gotten. Man. And they'd gotten that about two days before we got there. And, um, and so, um, so we're, we're getting there almost at dark because it's about seven hours from Vegas to there. And uh, and they're clo they're closed the mountain down where our resort's at, Man, that's and a long, so got to be a long driving that than that, that. Yeah, ride. so I'm pulling up like we're, we've been we've been driving in like a foot of snow. Okay, luckily this thing's all wheel driving; it's driving in it great. Okay, huh. so we pull up to the bottom of this mountain because they're stopping everybody, and I knew the address in my in my head of where I was going, mm -hmm. and I said, "Yeah, we're going to so and so address," and they said, "Oh, it's a local. Let him through." And I'm sitting there going, "I am." no local and you <laughs> probably shouldn't be letting me through but i want to get to my condo so i'm going on right yeah and so i said yep and i went on past them and started up the mountain right and i'm talking about it's some sketchy um mm. curves and all that and we ended up getting to this one spot where two people are stuck and i just drove right around them in this jeep and just kept going up the mountain and we got all the way oh. to our condo sweet and um and stayed there. So we stayed there for a couple of days and we got to experience Tahoe and all that. And like I said, we had the whole week, mm -hmm. but then we saw there's another 11 inches of snow coming in on Wednesday. <laughs> so we thought, nah, we don't want to be in another 11 inches of snow on top of what our, what all is already here, you know? And so we decided to go ahead and head out. Um, then we headed out Tuesday afternoon and started back because there's a lot of things across the country that we wanted to see yeah. that we hadn't stopped and seen before. I'm just amazed that, that you're you're dealing you're an Alabama guy. You're from Louisville, aren't you? Is that yeah, Louisville's where I was born. Yeah, but I've been in Alabama since I've been 14. So I mean, you know, it, it, for those of you who aren't aware, here in North Alabama, when we get a quarter inch of snow, we go out and take pictures of our house, and then we stay home for the week. Yep. Uh, that's so, right. so Jimmy's out driving through feet of snow with more feet coming, and he's just zooming past people. So this is. This is an impressive story for all of us down here. Um, you know, we got people listening to us in the frozen tundra, so they're probably not that impressed. But, but I am, I am pretty impressed. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty big adventure in the snow, you know. So, um, so I was definitely glad I had an all-wheel drive vehicle that handled handled that really well. <laughs> and uh, man, we just started coming back across the United States, just taking our time and 
mm-hmm. and we got to see um we got to see all kinds of stuff that was really just amazing yeah uh, across the country coming back and hey, we're gonna do a little bit do what how long how long was your trip back how many how many days did you so we spent um so we left on tuesday and we ended up back at home on saturday mm-hmm. um you know so um is that right saturday yeah yeah we got back on saturday so no we actually got back we might have got back on friday night i think we came in back in friday night we we're gonna stay in memphis on friday night and come back in on Saturday, but I think we'll, I went ahead and drove on because we were only three hours from home at that point. So, so you went Tuesday, Tuesday a week plus till Friday. That well, so we left out on. Uh, yeah, no, we weren't gone that long. We left out. We flew out on Thursday, I think it was. Yeah, we flew out on Thursday mm-hmm. the week before, and we got home the following Friday. Oh, okay. We were gone for we were gone for eight days okay. um, totally. Yeah, but yeah, we put three thousand. We put three thousand miles on the Jeep. And I know, I know, uh, we talked, and you said, well, you know, we said let's make let's let's get it sold, and then we can talk about it. and that. And so, what was the uh, what was the final score on that one? You you uh, I know you made some money on that one. Yeah, so I got it pulled up right here. So we we ended up spending some more money on it, replacing that front strut and all that. So we ended up spending. Uh, thirteen hundred ninety-six dollars on it total, mm-hmm. and uh, and we and we made uh four thousand and nine dollars and ninety-one cents profit. Is that net profit? Or is... That's well, that's net profit on that vehicle. Uh, yes, that's net profit on that vehicle. And then I floor plan myself. Uh, I, I I got my own floor planning company uh-huh. that I floor plan myself. So uh-huh. you can really add another six hundred dollars to that because I pay my own floor plan company six hundred dollars. So you might as well say forty six hundred dollars total. So Jimmy is smart with a capital S. Um, you can already hear the uh, multiple streams of income. We can all learn from this cat all the time. So that's that's just one of the, he's a really nice guy. I, I enjoy his friendship, but I just like some of this smartness to rub off on me. So every time I well, see him, I, I try to shake his hand and hear hear what he's got going on. These are these are three fantastic stories. I I, I I encourage you to think outside the box. This is just an idea of something that you can do. Now Jimmy's obviously buying better vehicles than than I traditionally buy. But uh, what a cool way to uh, spend some time with a person you love and get a new vehicle, bring home, uh, bring home some yeah. more, some more bacon. It's pretty cool. Yeah, some more profits. Well, and we sold that we sold that Jeep, um, I guess, about two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. And uh, a buddy of mine sent me a picture two nights ago uh, of where he, he had it on his rollback where the guys totaled it out. Oh, and no. So we've reached out to him. Uh-huh. And uh, and just to make sure he was okay and stuff, and let him know we were here for his uh, next purchase. So, yeah, he's okay though. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah, nothing you can do about that. But, but no. again, you you had to have, feel ultimate confidence, knowing where you had taken that to, and knowing what you had done to make it yeah. right. Yeah. 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 That's that's a great story, man. I I really appreciate that. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with with my audience while we're we're talking? Um. Well, I mean, just, you know, I do all these things and, and, you know, really, you know, instead of us giving ourselves the glory for it, I mean, God gets the glory for it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and in my business, I mean, especially since, um, you know, I really had a transformation in myself in, in 2016 with some of the stuff that, 
you know, I went through uh, with the loss of my daughter and all, and, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it's taught me to 100% put God first in everything that I do, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that goes over into how we treat our customers, you know, what we do as a business here, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's one of the things that I think a lot of people don't really take it into their business. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll go to church on Sunday and then, you know, on Monday it's, you know, see who we can cheat out of what, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is unfortunate and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I'm doing my best to make sure that the people that work for me know that we don't do business that way and, mm-hmm. and we're not going to do business that way. And, uh, you know, and so I think it's super important to, um, to bring that up and, and, you know, anytime I can, I can mm-hmm. let people know, uh, you know, put God first in everything that you do and, mm-hmm. you know, everything else will just fall into place. I, 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 I respect for that. And I, I try to emulate you. Um, I, I always tell the guys, I, my dad taught me to do business. So you won't have to worry who's on the next aisle at the grocery store. And That's right. From my lot, I can point to the grocery store I go to and I can point to my house a half mile away. Um, so I'm going to see those people again. Especially some of those cars that I tell them they shouldn't drive any more than five miles at a time. But I, I do tell them in advance. <laughs> that's right. You give them the heads up, right? They know what they're getting. But uh, yeah. no, it's, that's that's a wonderful thing. And, and uh, I, I appreciate so much you, you taking the time to come share with us. And um, if if you don't mind, uh, I'd, I'd like to, to share a little bit about your daughter and, and uh, tell the guys, uh, can you tell them a little bit about the situation with the... Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in 2016, uh, on April the um, 16th, actually 2016, uh, we were at our lake house and um, we had a phenomenon happen where our uh, the the metal on my boat dock got electrified. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had an aluminum ladder going down into the water that was transmitting the electricity into the water. Mm-hmm. And one of my, my daughter and one of her friends jumped in and, you know, we didn't know there was any kind of issue. And uh, me and my son actually were both working on the walkway going down there, just replacing some new boards and stuff on the walkway. And we heard help come from the water, you know, and and uh, I thought it sounded funny, and then I heard it again, and I took off running down uh, to see my daughter's friend actually hanging onto the ladder. Mm-hmm. And my daughter actually, I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw her underwater, but I uh, wasn't 100% positive. And what I thought in my head was something was pulling her down under the water. And so I just dove in immediately trying to you know, grab her. Mm-hmm. And when I dove in, of course, now I'm being electrocuted too. Wow. And the only thing I could grab a hold of was the ladder, which is where the where the source of the power was coming from. Mm-hmm. But I knew what was happening to me. They didn't know what was happening to them. So I hollered out, you know, cut the power to the dock, cut the power to the dock. Mm-hmm. And as I'm blacking out, I come back to for a second. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I look over and my son had jumped in the water as well because he didn't know what was going on. And I think because he had grabbed a hold of me, it brought me back to for a second, you know. And as I'm blacking out the second time, I knew we were all going to die if, 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 if the power didn't cut off. But luckily, my wife had heard me say that, and she mm-hmm. went and cut the power off to the dock. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, at, at that point, I dove several times trying to trying to reach my daughter, and there was just no getting to her at that point. And, yeah. um, but the other girl ended up surviving. Uh, I lived, and my, my son, we were, we were all ended up being okay. Um, 
so yeah so that's one of the things in 2016 that um is there, is there a, a place where people can learn more about this because I mean, this is just something people yeah it's it's about. it the initials is esd so if you just google esd it's electric shock drowning um, there's, you know, there's a lot of ways that this happens and there's a lot of things that can cause it. And, you know, you think about, you think about 110 in a big, huge body of water, you really don't think unless you grab a hold of it, you don't really think that it can, it can put a field out in the water mm -hmm. that would paralyze you no, You wouldn't, and because that's what happened to the, the girls who start, the girls started being paralyzed before they ever got to the ladder and they didn't know what was happening to them. So instead of swimming away from the source, they were swimming to the ladder to try to get out. Sure. Wow. You know, which is what anybody would have done if they didn't know what was happening to them, you know. Mm -hmm. And so the closer they got to the ladder, the worse it got. Mm -hmm. And I think what happened was is is that my daughter's friend was in front of my daughter mm -hmm. and she pushed her to the ladder. And because she she grabbed a hold of the ladder, you know, you're you're kind of stuck on it until you mm -hmm. completely, you know, go out and you let go of it. Mm -hmm. And uh and my daughter never made made it to anything to hang on to. Hmm. And uh, so I think that's, that's really what happened that day. Well, I'm going to put a link to that on the, on the show notes so people can learn more about that just to inform them. Yeah. And there's a, and there's, there's some equipment out there now that they're making for docs that um, uh, shock IQ is one of the ones. I want to say thank you again to Jimmy Johnson for sharing his story, not only about, their trip out west and retrieving these cars and and all that fun stuff, but also for possibly saving somebody's life by sharing their story about their wonderful daughter Carmen and all that happened back those faithful years ago. Please share this with people that you feel could benefit from it, which is pretty much anybody that's near the water at any time. Learn more at the links that are down below of this video or wherever you're listening to the audio. Uh, there's links on our website at flippinggenius.com that can lead you to the products that, that Jimmy just mentioned at dociq.com and more videos about this situation that you can share with people that you love. And let's help save some lives. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, please share Flippin' Genius with everybody you know, anybody that you think we can benefit. Number one goal of Flipping Genius is to help our listeners make more money, help our viewers make more money. And thanks again to Jimmy Johnson for sharing some wonderful money-making ideas and stories of his real life here in uh, Decatur, Alabama. And uh, you can do it too, folks. So, hey, let's work together, make some money. Let's all become Flipping Geniuses. <laughs>